Hi, hi, hi. Shout out to anybody who currently is watching YouTube and gets that, um, the Bahati little ad where she like fakes having a live, um, like live video thing on Instagram and answering people's questions about her face, um, or her skin or whatever. But, uh, she starts out with hi, hi, hi. And it's (laughs) kind of addicting to use as an intro. Anyway, this is episode two of Brett. So last week you guys got a good old dose of Brett part one. So this is finishing up the um, episode and it's quite enjoyable. So again, everything is linked on my Instagram and I hope you guys enjoy it. All right. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. All right. Did it drop off or something weird? I uh, I uh, got a text message and I checked it and, and it I, made yeah. everything crazy because she's like I can't handle my life without checking my text message. <laughs> well, it was my mom. Oh, and oh yes, we're... auntie. And, yes, okay. and we are uh, trying to see if I can get a flight home sometime soon. So it was about mm. that. Not necessary to check immediately, but uh, yeah, it's all right. Hey, things pop up. <laughs> Oh god, that was bad. So where where were we leaving off? I think we were talking about oh yeah, living creatures yeah. and yes. picking them up, even like little worms in the puddles. Yeah, no, I I definitely have um I've been have people that will kind of question me like, wait, so you like hunt stuff and you fish, but you also love fish and you love animals. So it's a very um it's it's different well i mean there's there's it's essentially just like the quintessential what a human is yeah like no one is black or white like it's not a very one or the other type thing it's not to quote uh one serious black from harry potter but uh yes you have good you don't have just good people and death eaters it's true. That's true. true. Right. Um, but yeah, because it's not like when you go hunting, you're like, I'm going to go and hunt an elephant and I'm yeah. going to like murder it in cold blood for no you reason. Don't yeah, no. Yeah. No, Instead, absolutely like, not. I'm going to go duck hunting and yeah. then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat this duck and share it with my family. Yeah. Exactly. And we're going to like, there's one thing between trophy hunting and then like hunting of the previous hunters and gatherers. Yeah. Where they literally would pray for a hunt or for a gather. They would pray before like they killed or gathered or whatever. And they would pray at every step to give thanks for what they were able to find, to get, to eat. And it was always thanking nature and giving back. And they would use every element of it. So it's very different than the trophy hunting of, very much, yeah. oh, I'm going to pay to go shoot a drugged up, lion tiger, or tiger lion yeah or whatever in this enclosed area pretend it's actual hunting and then get a snazzy photo yeah that I, most likely is going to go viral and you're going to get tons of hate oh yeah like there's i remember there's a dentist from like yeah, south yeah. that killed like this beautiful Cecil leopard lion. yeah and it's like do it's like to me i'm i've always been against trophy hunting right like yeah. I, if i'm going after something one typically it'll be an animal that's not endangered Um, but also I don't like, it's never been appealing to me to want to go after a rhino or an elephant or especially predators, lions, tigers, bears, bears. Um, because I think that they're, I mean, 
I I'm one to believe that animals are extremely intelligent, no matter what the size, yeah. right? And I, I know some people probably will say, "Oh, they're just stupid," because it probably you know doesn't require as much thought when you're like eating something or or shooting something. So, um, yeah, I've always been you know, especially like when we go duck hunting, any of this you know state sanctioned, government sanctioned, you know, yeah. legitimate hunting. What they do is, of course, you have a limit on how many you can get. And so those limits are determined by uh, the, the population, population size. Yeah. Exactly. So they actually have people constantly studying like, okay, there's a population size of this. So you can take X amount, right? Like for Canadian geese, um, actually Canadian geese have become quite, I wouldn't call them an infestation at all, but some people have labeled as that because there are so many of them now that they'll actually allow you to take, I think you can get like up to 20 in a day. Wow. In California because there's so many. And they and, well, and geese are buttheads. Oh, yeah. they are. So they... let's be real. Like you're you're helping people not have to deal with buttheads. Oh yeah, buttheads oh. poop on their docks. They their poop is very destructive. So <laughs> I've actually seen it in and Lake Tahoe in Tahoe Keys, there were people you could tell that they don't take care of their dock because literally it was weighted down so much it was like tilting in the water and it oh, was my piles. God of so goose, faces. goose faces so i'm helping Ugh. against that um, uh, that's my new rock band name though piles of goose feces piles of goose Fe- come think... see us at the forum it's gonna be really rad new now, band name called it <laughs> yes oh and then are you gonna have interactive like instead of like spraying the crowd with confetti are you gonna <laughs> have big like sheets of goose goose poop from yeah, the ceiling be, make it rain it's gonna be really destructive and no <laughs> one will come back for our <laughs> But you know what? We're going to well, have a good night. time. You're damn right. <laughs> By the way, I only play the kazoo. So it's not, nothing is going to be good. Sounds a little goosey. A little goosey. Just yeah. a little goosey. It's okay. Oh, I'm oh, sure goosey. it'll be entertaining. Just make sure to film it. I want to yeah, see people's exactly. reaction as they <laughs> catch bet. a hot one in the face. It'll go viral. Of the goose feces. Goose feces. Um, so speaking of animals and their feces. And their feces. No, that's probably not what this segue is. <laughs> so I'm really bad at segues. Cedric. I can do it. I can do it. Speaking of animals and their feces, uh, every day, I'm guessing, you clean up feces from this specific animal that you have, and uh, it is Mr. Minya. Oh, yes. I'm super good at segways. Oh, yes. That was actually really good. Oh, yes. So we have at the house, we do have my cat. He's actually a miniature panther. Um, Yes. His name is Minya. Uh, He actually had adopted me, oh, years ago. As the good ones do. As they do. And, uh, yeah, he's actually been a lot better. I noticed he's he's very vocal. When I first got him, he was barely vocal. He didn't really like to be pet that much. Now he's a complete little snuggle bunny. In fact, if I don't put him in bed when we all go to bed, go, go to sleep, he'll do laps around the house and do this really kind of like high-pitched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. So how old is he? I think he is generally about six years old now okay yeah i've noticed caboodles has gotten way more vocal as um the podcast people have heard occasionally um but she's 12 and a half almost 13 okay she's still got some years left in her oh heck yes i tell her every morning caboodles if you see a white light run back to me yeah there we got spirits here so yeah don't worry about it so true. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. But uh, yeah, you have a little Minya buddy. Yeah, he, he's awesome. I mean, um, 
his original name. So I guess he had had an owner before, right? So the way it turned out was uh, there were neighbors above where I was living uh, and they had, it was kind of out, not, I wouldn't say wilderness, but it was definitely out in the hills, like wilderness-y. Yeah. And uh, the neighborhood, you know, trying to keep down the rodent population, I think they bought about, I want to say up to 12 cats within 18 months. Whoa. But what was happening is they either ran away. Oh, God. They were getting eaten by, like, coyotes and mountain lions because there were them, the, uh, all of those there. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. you know. That's too many cats. Too many cats. So Minya was, yeah. his name was Spider because his uncanny ability to climb up and down trees. Like, he would kind of do this, like, sidewinder kind nice. of deal. And uh, which is what kept him alive from getting eaten by coyotes and stuff. So Thank goodness, Spider. Oh, yeah. So he got named Minya because that was the name I thought he was telling me when he would start being vocal. He would do, he would do the Minya, Minya. Oh my gosh, crush it! <laughs> and originally I thought he was a she because very skinny, didn't have as much fur. Kind of, you know, I thought he had more feminine features. Sorry, Minya, he's sitting right here. Um, but okay. but we found out he's just androgynous. Yeah, exactly. He is androgynous. That's right. Um, but I found out after taking him to the vet, cause, uh, you know, I think he had some weird ear growth and I thought that he was a she. And so the doctors, you know, starts to examine him back there. She's like, Oh yeah, it's a female. Oh wait. Oh wait. And she starts digging in a little further and, and the look on his face, he was like, Oh, oh. <laughs> she, she's like, Oh yeah, it's a male. It looks like they snipped him, blah, blah, blah. Um, so then the name Minya stuck because that's what we've been calling him forever. But he Minya sounds better than Minyo. Oh, way better than Minyo. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he does have many different aliases. He goes by Minyote because little little coyote boy. Um, I call him Squawkatron when he starts getting really like squawky. <laughs> Super and, important. And um, uh, Bobo is another one, little Bobo. But it just kind of depends. He's got very, he's got a lot of nicknames, which I, I don't, do you, do you have that with caboodles? Do you have, you know? Oh, oh yes. I uh, think that's just like the cat thing. You yeah. just always have, or I'm assuming like the pet thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have caboodles, kabooty, boonoodles, boodles, doodles, kaboinky. Kaboinky. Um, her official name when she's in trouble is Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> Damn it, Carrie Bradshaw, I told you not to poop outside the litter box and on my pillow. <laughs> exactly. Carrie Bradshaw, not again! Um, <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> has been known to be called Kaboodlefoo or Zaboomafoo. Zaboomafoo. Zaboomafoo, yes. I like it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, and we've talked on the podcast about yeah, Aaron's donut with his, and Kyle likes to say, like, Dose Rocket. Yeah. And, like, Bododo, and I just call him Babsy Babserton. Babsy Bap, Bododo can't. Bado 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 Yeah, I, I think we all get our little uh, animal obsessed spirit to just feed us names to call our. Well, because you're also just yeah. sitting there, essentially talking to yourself, but at your pet, and yeah. so you're just you don't have anyone talking back. Like, oh, you know what? I would prefer to be called this. You're just like, I'm gonna just keep saying things. Yeah, and it's going to bring me joy, and yeah. so I'm just gonna keep that up. But I so. do think I have a. I, sometimes I have a running suspicion that whether cats or dogs, that they understand a little bit more than we give them credit. Oh, absolutely. Or, like I'll be, we'll be talking about our mini. I'll do something, and 
and you know it's i mean it, it gets aggravating and britney's like that that damn psycho cat she loves him by the way but she's like how psycho kitty and he'll kind of look over at her and his eyes kind of squint down and he's like what'd you say girl what'd oh you, my goodness what'd no, you just say what you just say <laughs> knows especially like with my mental health and stuff when i'm having struggles she's like right there will not leave my side oh yeah and this morning i actually had to sneak out of my room to close the door and vacuum and afterwards, she totally, like, was howling at the door after, like, five minutes of vacuuming. Because, God forbid, I leave her for five minutes. <laughs> and she, like, jumps up in my arms and is like, don't ever do that again. Don't like, leave me. Don't, don't leave me, human. Don't do that. How dare you? Please, so, human. No, they completely understand more. Oh, they do. And they're yeah. I, and to your point, uh, I'll even notice that, like, you know, if I'm going through like a struggle or getting you know, a little down Minya Minya can tell Minya and yeah. little Douglas can tell they'll they just kind of they just kind of stick close to you and they you know they may be a little bit less nibbly but he's a very he's very good in that manner he um yeah. he's a good little helper not getting used to cat so cat behavior and feline behavior right like I've been around animals all my life but I, he's my first cat like actually my cat and I always thought like, you know, okay, he's about to nibble me or he bites onto me. It would scare me at first. Right. And so I would pull away. So I didn't understand why does he keep nibbling me? Well, uh, after looking at kind of more feline studies, like interactions in the wild, that's how they kind of just say hi to each other. They give yeah. these cute little yeah. nibbles. They don't break the skin, but that's how they're like saying hi. So I don't know. Do you, do you guys as cat do uh, do those too? Yes. So I trained Donut not to bite at me. <laughs> He does when we're playing, like he'll come he'll come at me sometimes and that's fine. But like I made him not do that. Kyle, on the other hand, different story. Completely different. And he so, is a biter. Yeah. So he'll like he'll go <laughs> he'll go like full tilt on Kyle's oh, hand. Oh, we're talking about donut. Oh yeah, no, biting well, Kyle. Oh, yeah. I was talking about Kyle. He does bite you. donut as well. Oh yeah. Or what? biting you. Yeah. No, okay. Um, <laughs> on. But donut like he will like his play is naturally like because he was from a he's from a feral colony when he was mm. in Houston. and so he's he's very like he's colonial he is colonial mm. he is an colonial. Old, old British man um no but like he'll do a lot of like the hand play where he'll bite at it it's like sometimes it's harder when it's with Kyle with when it's with me it'll just be like a quick like Burp. yeah um or like he'll he does like the ghost like arms where he like stands up and goes ha 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 at me when I'm walking somewhere he's like I got you I'm like you did get me yeah you know, like kind of half nip at my shin oh but... I hate the shin oh that's what gets me even if I know that I'm like oh just don't bite my feet God damn. But, it, <laughs> but Minya's a little harder because I think he he was just out longer yeah yeah he definitely you know? was he has more of a wild to him so his oh, bites are meant for other like animal skin where it's yeah. not as easily like noticeable whereas our sad human gentle skin Gen- oh yeah and it, it and like i said there or like he would he would like do this thing with the his claws where he'd like kind of like like grab out at me and i'm like oh he's trying to scratch me well now recently what i started doing i'm like okay well okay nibbling is what they do so okay i get it he's saying hello and i kind of just let my hand sit there and so what he was trying to do is he's trying to pull my hand closer to his yeah. chest so i can give him chest rubs and yeah he wants scritches he's <laughs> like love yeah he's like no you should be scritching me right now yeah. I scritch scritch. Yeah. scritch scritch my belly <laughs> so when caboodles was a wee little kitten um i like trained her to still like bat at me with her paws if she wanted to play or whatever but i would make sure her claws were in that has since lost in her old age um but i also <laughs> am a uh 
what would the opposite of a helicopter mom be? Um, hmm. A 60s boomer mom? Yes. I let her do whatever she wants. A latchkey parent? If she wants <laughs> to bite my hand off, I would give it to her. If she wants to claw me, I'll let her. Yeah. Um, last quarter, I showed up to my finals with my arm scratched up. Uh, lovely of caboodles. Of course. Compliments of caboodles. Oh, yes. She left her mark, so I knew she was there with me during my finals. Like, that's um, my girl. Yeah, and so... Like, she used to be a lot better, I admit. But it's also to the point where, like, I'll even just give her a look if she's, like, going to bite me. And she'll stop. Plus, like, if she hisses at me, I just hiss back. So yeah, That's one way to do it. I mean, sometimes you got to work with what you're given, right? Yeah. Minya, I don't, he doesn't really ever hiss. He's only hissed when, like, we introduced, like, a like dogs are at a given house like in san jose there are quite a bit of dogs running around so i've, yeah. I've heard him hiss at dogs now i will say you know because Brittany has this this beautiful little well, amazing little uh semi midget wolf um teddy bear teddy bear um amazing creature little douglas and you know it's always a worry like okay well i have a cat you have a dog are they going to get along and it was definitely there was it was a learning experience but now like if it just if both of us are home, I feel like they start showboating. They're like, no, you pay attention to me. And Doug will get jealous of me petting Minya. Minya gets jealous of me petting Douglas. But when it's just one of us there, like I literally walked out in the living room and they're both literally like butt to butt just cuddling. They're just Aww. like, I'm not going to cuddle you, but my butt can touch your butt. They and learned from their parents. That's right. <laughs> Their butts are touching. Our butts can touch too. Yeah, yeah our butts can touch too, and it's just you know, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just I like having a warm butt. That's all, man. Don't yeah, worry about it. That's all. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing weird about it. But yeah. they, <laughs> they, total little buddies now. So I thought it was it's Good. so cute. And they now when Minya does his like you know hot rod you know moves at like two in the morning. Zoomies. Zoomies. Yeah, his zoomies. Douglas. Doug sometimes will just like ignore him, but other times <laughs> he gets so fed up. He'll jump down off the bed and he just, he, he starts flexing hella hard. And, he goes, and he's like, shut up, shut up. I'm trying to sleep because. Oh my goodness. Douglas loves his sleep and you interrupt him. You gonna have problems. That's mood though. Like I, I'm kind of on Douglas's team for that yeah. one. Like mm-hmm. I would, if I had a roommate who like out of nowhere in the middle of the night was just starting to run around my apartment. I'd be like, bro, seriously now's not the time so you have kyle trained well enough he <laughs> also loves sleep Good. so there's that's no perfect necessary. that's that's the point you find the person that you don't have to train you find the person so that just true. fits well with you so true yeah very true yeah yeah gotta love that that's why i have caboodles ursula and dementor Beautiful. And Beautiful. a big bottle of tequila. Beautiful. Big. Yeah. Oh, tequila. I've been, you know, when I was younger, the tequila, I had my day with it. And then when I'd smell it, of course, you know, there's those few where you yeah. smell it. It kind of brings back memories of past. Um, but when I went to Mexico for, it was, went for a wedding. One of Brittany's really good friends um, got married down there. And I started experimenting with tequila again and now i'm kind of on this kick where i think it's just mostly don julio um but it's like i can drink a fair amount of it and it doesn't even really like it doesn't get me hella aggro but it gives me enough energy i've been i've been enjoying the tequila the tequila is one of the friends of mine um you say you like don julio you should try casamigos 
Ooh. Yes. I think Casamigos. I'm going to write that down. Delightful. Is it exquisite? Um, it is exquisite. I like to do my tequila with a little splash of grapefruit soda. Ooh, that does. Oh, that sounds good. The citrusy kind of flavors yeah. work really well with it. It's like it's like a mix on a Paloma, which is uh, one of my favorite drinks. Um, so I highly suggest that to you and any podcast listeners of the age 21 and over. I definitely think that like as you become an adult, like you can go back from the, the boozes that you are like traumatized yeah. by. And it's possible to be like, okay, well, now that I'm not just like binging an entire handle. Now that I'm like, enjoying it and not just yeah, trying to I'm get like drunk. Yeah, and, and holding my hair back all the time. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> Those um, long, luscious locks of yours. <laughs> but yeah, like, I think that once you become an adult and you, so like, if you're in Mexico, you're like, yeah, I'm going to try yeah. the, the the thing that's around here. Yeah. Um, the one they're known for. Yeah. That's the, that's the way to do it. And that's how it you is. get into stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then it kind of spurs that little that little creative being inside of you to experiment once again. Yeah. So beautiful. beautiful. Well, uh, before we uh, go, we need to talk about your music. Oh yes. My musical endeavors. Yeah. Your uh, musical geniusness. Um, well, I wouldn't say it was genius. I'm very modest. Uh, I don't like to, but thank you. I'll take it. No. Um, all right. For the next five minutes. Don't be modest at all. Talk about how incredible your music is. Okay. I can do that. I can do yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, you know, with anything creative, um, there's definitely per- periods where you get like really inspired and you're making a lot of, a lot of create, you know, creative projects, whether it's music or whether it's, you know, art and stuff like that. And, and it kind of comes and goes in cycles. So there was, you know, there's definitely, Right now, it's on an uptick. Um, I'm also managing a artist by the name of uh, Jesse Poncho, so helping him um, get his albums and singles out, kind of connecting with the right social media um, conglomerates. Um, There are actually people out there that will help you promote your music, so we're we're going through one of them. Um, So working with him on that, we'll probably end up doing a few collaborative uh, tracks as well. Um, And then... I'm also my own project. So right now my artist name is Bilet. Um, but after kind of talking with a few different people, there might be kind of a, you know, what's, I mean, cool about being an artist is you can kind of start up whatever kind of project you want and, or band or group or whatever and, and call it, you know, something else. You can kind of redefine, your, uh, redefine yourself. So the thought is, is I will be going under a name, of uh pigeon skunk for pigeon skunk because i mean if you look especially in the electronic realm if you look at a lot of the even like the really big artists like i mean there's someone named slushy someone named marshmallow you know zomboy like all like you can get as creative as you want so i'm (laughs) huh she she said two chains, which was not the direction you were going. Oh yes, two chains. No more two like, chains. More like more like knife party, but it's. Oh yeah, knife fine. party. I was yeah. weird names. <laughs> well, and then and then it's funny. What I found is that either people go with like this kind of extravagant or really cool creative name, or they'll just go with their their actual name, like you know David Guetta, and like yeah. so. But and I think that that's an interesting kind of um, kind of I wouldn't say behavior, but trend. But yeah, so I've been working with a producer 
out in because I typically like to work with other producers when I'm working on tracks like you know getting a second set of ears helping me expand out creative kind of the creative components right just even uh, song structuring Mm -hmm. Um, so I've worked with oh gosh let's see one two three about three or four producers right now I'm uh, working with this uh, gentleman by the name of Detox Um, he's based out of the east coast but he does come out to uh, California quite a bit. Um, so we're working on, it's the, let's see, we had a song called champagne showers, which is definitely kind of like a champagne showers kind of playing off the like celebratory, celebratory, like, um, you know, like, yeah, like showers. Like, yeah. When, when you run, win a race or like you do anything kind of cool, everyone's always like showering and champagne. So, uh, that was, the first one, the second one, we just finished up the final mix uh, this last week. So we're waiting to get that one mastered. Um, and I believe that one's going to be called Cali Justice. Um, I have, uh, let's see, you know, there's always like a backlog of projects, like songs yeah. that are like almost yeah. there. So after that one, the next one that'll come out will be called Dirty Degenerate. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, oh, hello, Minya. Yeah, there's Minya. He he oh, wants his attention. Go on, Minya. Come on. I'm on a podcast now. Jesus. Um, uh, so, yeah. So then, you know, there's a backlog of work that I'm kind of like going through. Um, and then I created just last night. I kind of got the creative bug, right? Like I, I heard the song um, by Feed Me and it totally like inspired me, kind of like ignited that little fire. And so as I've gotten older, cause I've, I know these things, these moments can be fleeting, right? Like any kind of creativity, if you don't strike on it while you still have that energy to you feed it and build that forever. Exactly. Like, yeah, in hours. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. So I, I felt it and I fired up um, a session in Ableton and then just started kind of channeling what I was feeling. Uh, and I think that one's going to be that one. And it's got kind of a different kind of vibe. So I'll probably end up, doing that as maybe a starter or tester for for pigeon skunk um that works but yeah you know i was always made kind of like aggressive deep dirty kind of like dubstep or kind of trap or just kind of like you know it's it's always been kind of on the more aggressive side because it's one of my outlets um and so i'm trying to i mean i can write in that dark deep dirty you know dubstep key kind of like genre pretty easily but i'm trying to um expand my genres or kind of step out of that box and like kind of try try something new right so that's been it's been exciting because it's like i've always felt that um you know after a while like the analogy i like to use is you know if i write in the same genre all the time be like creating a painting with you know i have six different colors to choose from well, okay, you can do six different colors for a while, but after, you know, after a period of time, you start getting kind of like myself personally kind of bored with it. I'm like, okay, well, this is six colors. You feel like you're repeating the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, let's start, let's add another five colors. So I have, you know, like I have 11 colors to choose from or whatever it is. So that's, that's kind of how it feels trying to turn to write in different genres, right. Or write kind of different feeling type music. Um, so it's exciting kind of, it's nice because doing that, I feel kind of creates that creative spark a little bit easier because I'm like, Oh, well that one went kind of well, let's, all right, well, let's try this. Let's try something new. Right. It's kind of like rediscovering, 
um, something again. Right. So it's pretty cool. And it's been fun. And, um, you know, there's always the thought eventually to do like live shows, San Francisco. I have a few friends who are in the club scene promoting. They're also artists and said that, um, I could do like an opening spot if I wanted to, but at this point, I think, I mean, that'll be something I'd like to at least try a few times, but, uh, and that's also a staying in my comfort zone, right? Like I've yeah. done live music before, but it's not been something I really embellished on. So that's a thought and, you know, kind of marketing myself like pigeon skunk. I already have, you know, all sorts of pigeon skunk gear and logo and stuff you like that. You have a uh, LA native, well, not native, a LA now native who wears your pigeon skunk hat all the time. Oh yeah. The camo one. Yeah. I'm yes. I I remember you saw the one that I had and like, I need a camo pigeon skunk hat. So I'm glad you're supporting it. Do do people ever go, Oh, what's that? Or do they like people notice what, what's the reaction you've gotten? I've had some people be like, what does your hat say? Because like the logo, like kind of blends in with the camo. That's the point of camo. Oh yes. Yeah. It's great. And I'm like, Oh, it says pigeon skunk. And they're like, um, what the H E double hockey sticks is pigeon skunk. I'm like, oh, it's my cousin. It's like his brand, his company, him type thing. And uh, they think the logo is genius, especially going to like a design school where we have a heavy learning on like graphics and logos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really well put together logo. And yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Well, so I had, again, it's, you know, like with producers, I also kind of have like an army of, or I like to consider them army, you're included, of graphic designers, right? So um, my f- good friend, best friend, um, Kellen Frosthome has been helping me kind of along along the way. And him and I kind of sat down because I've been wanting to get, like I've always had this idea of a pigeon skunk, the mythical creature, half pigeon, half skunk. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to see it conceptualized, right? So yeah. we sat down. And he, you know, worked through a few different sketches and then, you know, came out with something I thought was pretty cool. My, my dad saw it the other day and I've worn it a lot. Right. But like you said, yeah. it, it blends in. It's camouflage. It's and he goes, awesome. And he's like, what is that? And I'm like, dad, it's pigeon skunk. He's like a pigeon skunk. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, that's that's pretty genius. I like that. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Daddy. Thank Thanks, that. Daddy. So maybe one day I'll try and breed a half pigeon, half skunk. Oh, that might... would be so weird, and I would be. I so mean, into it. you could taxidermy it. Oh yeah, that's true. But then I'd that have would to... be sick. You you totally could, but then I'd feel bad because I don't want to kill no skunk. No, you find Natural. them already. You find them naturally dead. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, there are uh, San Francisco a lot of dead pigeons, and then up in the country, I could at least get a skunk tail. Yeah, a lot of dead skunks. So you make it happen. I believe Definitely. Yeah. That's not and a bad I can idea. totally see that I, the like concept of like apparel for pigeon skunk to be like really representative of Christopher Rayburn's collection. I don't know if you know of him, but he is a um, like a designer that's really focused on like recycling and like renewing products and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so what he ha- is kind of known for doing is getting like utility material and making a whole collection like based on that. And oh, that's always, cool. He always has a little animal that is like the logo for that collection. Oh, and that's really cool. Yeah, I'll send you his stuff. But yeah, it, that'd be awesome. So cool. And I can totally see like Pigeon Skunk kind of being like 
a version similar to like that like inspired by it it's like kind of like streetwear easy wear type stuff oh yeah because you could totally do a little monogram like the little yeah. pigeon skunk like you know how in like other polo shirts they have the little monogram like whether oh, it's a 100%. penguin or not so you could, i could totally envision you know polo shirts with little pigeon skunks made of really cool uh you know like utility material and just totally flossing i love yeah. like a jean jacket with oh, a giant flossing. pigeon skunk on the back oh yes I'll obviously help you, whatever. Well, necessary. I, I would certainly hope so, because I mean, you're like my I major know. connection. Yeah, that you're you're my major connection into the the fashion realm. Oh yeah. Whether it's design, deployment, or enjoyment. Yes, everyone, go bad. check out Slave Droid. Um, the album cover is done by yours truly, mm. and the music is done by your other truly. Hello, that's me. No, that was a fun project too. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember working on that. I'm like, yeah, I want it to look like, like a sketch. I remember we talked about. It. I want it to look like a sketch. Like I, you know, seen designers and they would sketch out, you know, different outfits. And I kind of yeah. always liked that that kind of look, but I also wanted to be futuristic. Um, and slavey. And slave, yeah, slave, slave droidish. Yeah. yeah, I think at one point we were talking about like having someone tied down with like chains and stuff, but I think that was a little too aggressive and yeah. so we have much, like the yeah. chains going out like she's like tied up to a wall kind of kind of Gr- like a um game of thrones oh what's his name oh the one who got uh snip snipped yes snip snipped um, oh yes theon, theon. Yes, yes oh theon a little gray joy action yes and it's oh, like man. a sexy neon robot Sexy neon theon. <laughs> Sexy neon. Sexy neon theon. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. And now that I am out of school, anything you need, boy. Oh, excellent. Yeah, because there are going to be, like I said, some projects coming up. And I would like, I'm always, you know, like, like I mentioned, the kind of the army of graphic artists. I like kind of switching it up and using different people for different yeah. stuff. Because it, I think it's good and important for like branding to obviously you want to stick with like a kind of a main logo, right? Like something yes. that people can go, that's okay. That's pigeon skunk or, you know, that's Penelope or, you know, whoever that's Jesse Poncho. But, um, but doing like kind of creative things, you know, and switching up, I think is important because especially, especially in like music from what I found um, and electronic EDM and all that very flashy covers Mm-hmm. Some are very simple depending on the genre, yeah. but you need to kind of grab uh, someone's attention, right? To Like if it's playing somewhere and people hear it, that's one thing. But if you're scrolling through, you know, iTunes or whatever, Spotify, and you kind of see something that stands out, you're more likely, you know, click on it and check it out. So that's always kind of important to me, right? Totally. Switch it up, make it so it's intriguing. It grabs the, cu- it grabs the customer or the person, yeah. but not in the wrong place. And yeah, so I will definitely take you up on that. Yeah, come yeah. to me for any of your um, potato or tomato needs. Yes, or uh, Segway tours or sadness. Oh, so well, anything you need from those realms, I got you. Well, you're on the you're on the creative um, you're on my creative panel of of um, evaluators and like you know, for instance, like the new songs that come out. I'd love to send them to you and get what you you know your thoughts on them. So what do they call oh it? yeah, send them my way. Creative... give you her, her thanks yes your thanks yeah, the I'd, think tank i'd give them for free baby 
Oh, bye, 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 bye. Only to special people. Well, yeah, not yeah. to everyone. No. I was going to say, yeah. some people yeah. don't deserve your thanks. Well, I'll give it to them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I'll or t- another. I'll tell you what I'm thinking right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been lovely, brothers. Yes, thank you for having me. It's yeah. always fun talking with both of you. Yeah. Thank you for being here. women. The women's. I the want women's. to get a uh, family reunion podcast one day. Oh, that'd be cool. How many yeah. people can we load up on here? I wonder that'd be, what. That'd be ruckus. That would be. It, oh, it would be ruckus. <laughs> I think it would be a blast. We can get LA. We can get up north. We can get Kansas. Oh, yeah. Don't forget Kansas. Don't forget Kansas. Can't forget Kansas. Yeah. And then another podcast where we just let all our animals talk. Yes, all at once. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Doug's talking right now. Doug will Doug will definitely have lots to say. Yes. And before we leave, is Brittany there? Brittany's not here. She's at work today oh. in the tasting room. Um Well, lucky her. Oh yeah. She's she's amazing. And yeah, it's always funny the kind of the stories I hear. But maybe that'd be that actually might be a good that could be yeah. A yeah, good one cool. to hear the interesting stuff that she's seen in because you think tasting room, high class. No, you no, know, no. I she I've heard so many stories. It's one drunk people. Oh, drunk. One was <laughs> this girl was like on like kind of like a first date or something, and so they start making out, and then that, by the end of it, she's like pigging him against the wall and choking him, and making out with him in the <laughs> in the tasting wow. room. I and mean, like, that's the classiest of classy. Oh, it is. I'm yours, like, damn, man. that's saucy. My word. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah it would be fun. We're definitely going to have to get her on it. Yes. Work and problems. She, with oh. The, yes. Work <laughs> yes. problems. <laughs> yes. You got work problems. Yeah. You're in. 100%. Perfect. Well, I hope you continue to have a great Saturday. Thank yeah. you. And you as well. Both of you. Both of you. All right. Bye. Thanks, bruh. You're welcome back. We love you so much. <laughs> love you too, guys and girls. I mean, <laughs> it's fine. We're okay. We're fine. There are okay. boys here, Ursula and Dementor. Yep. Oh, of course. Hello. No. <laughs> All right. We'll talk uh, to you later. Sounds great. All right. Bye. 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 Okay. So that is the end of Brett's interview this time. Um, he was great. He was so fun, so awesome. And you guys, how about those sound effects that he does? It's not just for recording podcasts. That's just him. And every conversation you have with Brett has um, these sound effects that are just genius and incredible. And he totally should do like voice acting. Anyway, um, just when you're listening, Brett, shout out to you. Just want to give you lots of love. Spaghetti love, of course. Um, inside family joke. And uh, it was so much fun having you. You are one of my favorite cousins. Shout out Corey. And um, it was so much fun. And we can't wait to have you and Brittany on um, and hear more about those interesting wine stories. So uh, to everyone listening, um, hope you guys enjoyed this one. It was so much fun to record and kind of have some family bonding time. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, you got problems, Penelope and, uh, everyone keep your, don't keep your problems to yourself. That's the point of this podcast. Don't do it. Don't make them fun. Make them positive. Have fun, everyone. Bye.